Hi, my name is Nick Doyle and I've been a driving instructor for the best part of 15 years. I'm a full-time instructor and my driving school is Top Gear Driving School. That is Top Gear Driving School. It's a great name, isn't it? www.topgeardrivingschool.ie I'm a fully accredited ADI and you can find me on the RSA website. I've set up this podcast to help take the fear and stress out of learning to drive and to help people who want to learn to drive to become a safe and responsible driver, to build their confidence. I found the best way to achieve this is to understand the car and to understand the system of driving. I think it's unfair to accept somebody, uh, expect somebody to sit in the car and just get it. What's easy about controlling a ton of metal? What's easy about controlling a ton of metal at 30 kilometres an hour? What's easy about controlling a ton of metal at 30 kilometres an hour and dealing with all the other moving parts? Nothing. But you're a smart girl, guy. You'll get it. What is that assumption based on? Nothing at all. Cars have been in your life all your life. You came home from a hospital in a car. Your aunts, uncles drive. Friends, parents, grandparents, they all drive. You're a smart girl, guy. You'll get it. But why? That's not fair to you or realistic. Learning to drive is not easy. When you get it, you get it. It's the learning part is the hard part. Our approach at Top Gear Driving School is very simple. If you can understand your car, you'll control your car. Otherwise, you'll struggle with it all your life. To give you an example of what I mean, ask yourself the question, what does the accelerator do? When we get past, it makes the car go faster. We're sort of stuck, aren't we? How does it do that? We're lost. If you understand your car, you'll control your car. The accelerator controls the flow of energy to the engine. If I press it, I'm giving it more energy. Equally, if I take my foot away from the accelerator, it will stop giving it that amount of energy and it will slow down gradually. Every ad on the TV, every ad on radio, tells you speed kills. And that's undoubtedly true. But how do we control the speed? Any fool can put their foot in the accelerator and we get faster and faster. But how do we slow the car down? What tools do we have to control the speed? In the manual car, we have four controls to control speed. The accelerator, the brake, the clutch and the gears. But the accelerator is the only control we have that will increase speed. We can use the others to decelerate. So when we're approaching a traffic light or a stop sign... The first thing to do is take your foot off the accelerator. Stop feeding the fire. The car will slow down gradually. Then, at 40 km per hour, we move from fourth gear to third gear, releasing the clutch slowly. If you let the clutch push your foot back rather than taking your foot away, the car will slow down more gradually. We then go from third to second, again letting the clutch push your foot back, keeping your foot on it till it reaches its default position. The the car will slow down. Then, and when I want to stop, I just brake and clutch. This makes for a much smoother, rather than jumping on the brake and being introduced to the windscreen. Not a pleasant experience. When we talk about controlling the car, we're talking about controlling your speed. When we're talking about controlling your speed, we're talking about the deceleration. So let's talk about the gears. The lower the gear, the more powerful it is. 
first gear is designed to get a ton of metal from a standing still position into motion. Can you imagine the power that's needed to do this? So what does it mean? You will never start your car in fourth gear, but equally you won't do 60 kilometers an hour in first. Listen to the sound of the engine. So we have a simple rule of thumb. 20 kilometers an hour, we should be in second gear. 30 kilometers an hour, we should be in third. 40 kilometers an hour, we should be in fourth. We use first gear or fifth gear on the dual carriageway or motorways. Understand your car, you'll control your car. I use a small exercise with all of my students at the very beginning. Look at the gear stick and memorize the image on the gear stick. One, three, five on top, two, four, or on the bottom. What does the or stand for? Reverse. Take a good look and get the image in your mind. Then close your eyes and put it into fourth gear. Then try first, then fifth, all the time with your eyes closed. You can now change gears uh, when the car is turned off. I don't recommend that the engine is on. Why would we do this? Because all the driving is outside the car. And if you can change gears with your eyes closed, you don't need to look down to reassure yourself by looking. Building your confidence. I know I can do it because I just did it with my eyes closed. All the driving is outside the car. In here is just a mechanical exercise, muscle memory, coordination skill. But it's not driving. So we talk about the brakes. Why do the brakes only have about two centimetres, about 25% of the clutch? Because it's an emergency tool. If, as in the example I gave earlier, we're approaching a set of traffic lights, I take my foot off the accelerator, the car will slow down. However, if a child runs out in front of the car, will taking my foot off the brake or off the accelerator deal with the situation? No, I need to brake and brake quickly. It's an emergency. We were designed to travel at five kilometers an hour and it is our natural speed. In a car, we are taking you away from your own comfort zone by traveling at 20, 30, 50 kilometers per hour. And it scares us. So the first thing we do is jump on the brake. But that's not control. We need to understand the action will stop the car suddenly. But the car behind us is not expecting this and will just crash into us. Understand your car, you'll control your car. What the steering wheel is designed to do to change directions. And that's its only function. But we use it as a stabilizer where we hold on to it for dear life. Again, we are out of our comfort zone and we hold the wheel to keep a reassurance. But that's not what it's for. If you hold onto the wheel, then look at your hands, especially your knuckles. If they are white, you're holding on too tight. You should move the wheel through your hands using the hinges of your wrist, not turning your arms or torso, but feeding and feeling. And the hands should be go from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock and from 2 to 4 on the clock. That is as far as they should move. There is no need to move our body. So, in conclusion, you now should have a better understanding of your car and a clearer, a clearer idea of how to control it. My next podcast will co- cover the system of driving and the road markings and signs, and how we can understand the language of driving. If this was helpful, 
please put up a like sign on the website www.dropgeardrivingschool.ie. If you would like to make inquiries about learning to drive, contact us on www.dropgeardrivingschool.ie. I will be doing a Q&A session online on a Sunday evening. Check the website for details. Looking forward to hearing from you. My contact details are 085 122 8417. Thank you.